Hey y'all, welcome to Ain't No Such Thing, where we tell original southern horror stories. My name is Amanda, and I've got a good one for you right now. The Ripple Effect Hey Lucy, you coming? Lucy rushed to throw her wet, sopping orange Grissom Tiger swimsuit and goggles in with her ruffled-up gym bag and slammed rather forcefully her gym locker with a loud bang. Hey, yeah, wait up. Lucy was ready. This was her first night out in months, and despite her upcoming dive finals tomorrow, somehow she got her parents' permission to go to her friend's house for the evening. Now you know how big this meat is, Lucy. Don't mess this up. She heard her father's voice in her head as she walked towards her friend's car. This could be the most important day of your life. He was always on her about her diving ever since she dove for the first time at age seven. Since then, it was hours upon hours in the pool and days of bloodshot eyes because of the chlorine. It became a chore to Lucy after a while, but she couldn't let her family, her friends, her coach, well, essentially everyone, down. Not now. As she reached to pull the lever to the car door, she saw her reflection in the window and grimaced. Her long, damp, dark hair clouded the view of her face and Lucy quickly brushed it to the side, annoyed by his presence. You ready, girl? Her friend Jazz said, smiling up at her, grabbing the wheel and revving the engine. Definitely, Lucy replied, buckling her seatbelt and instinctively pulling at her hair as an anxious habit. When the girls got to the house, a few of her other friends were already in the driveway waiting. They settled in the house and prepared snacks, laughing and joking about the day's events. Hey guys, a friend noted. Have you ever heard the story of Bloody Mary? Ooh, the girls said in unison, giggling and snacking on popcorn at the same time. Legend says that if you go into the bathroom with the lights off and you stare at the mirror and you say Bloody Mary three times, she'll appear in that mirror and haunt you for the rest of your life. Oh, come on, Liz, that's cute. Jazz said, rolling her eyes and grabbing another handful of popcorn. For real! I heard it's true! You know what I heard? Asked Samantha, picking at the kernels in her teeth. I heard that if you go in the bathroom with the lights off, look in the mirror, and you say your own name backwards three times, that your evil self will haunt you every time you're near the water, eventually taking you and switching places in the afterlife. Jazz side-eyed Samantha and replied, Now that's just messed up. You know we are all swimmers here, right? I dare you. Samantha stated, wide-eyed, looking at Jazz with a smirk. <laughs> Jazz exclaimed, Hey Lucy, Jazz noted, throwing a pillow at Lucy in the corner. You do it. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. The girls chanted, looking at Lucy, who was already anxiously grabbing her hair at the thought. Guys, Lucy stammered, glancing at the bathroom down the hall and back at her friends. Oh, come on, Luce, it's just a game, Jazz encouraged, pulling at Lucy's arm and motioning to the bathroom door. Just do it, Lucy stalled, but eventually gave in and stood up and walked toward the bathroom. The girls giggled behind her and followed, quietly chanting, Lucy, Lucy as she continued through the door. You have to keep the lights off and no cheating, Samantha yelled, slamming the door behind Lucy, leaving her utterly alone. 
Lucy's eyes slowly adjusted to the bathroom's darkness thanks to the small light coming from the bottom door frame, and she could immediately tell where the mirror was in front of her. Lucy cleared her throat, pulling at her hair again as her heart rate elevated. Good God, Lucy, just do it! yelled Jazz from the outside door, with louder laughter from her friends. Lucy sighed, closed her eyes, and then as she reopened them, stared at her barely their reflection and said, Isu, keep going, Isu, Isu. Lucy sucked in her breath, looking at the mirror and wanting to close her eyes out of fear. But there was nothing, just a reflection. Lucy giggled, a little out of relief. But just as she was about to turn on the lights, a sudden drip, drip, drip came from the faucet, and instinctively, Lucy looked down to follow the noise. A dark pool gathered in the water basin, but the texture wasn't right. Lucy leaned in to get a better view, and suddenly, a face emerged from the sink through long, dark tendrils of tangled hair. Lucy gasped and almost fell to the floor in panic. She stumbled to the door and pulled at the handle, unable to scream in sheer terror. Was that her own face? It looked just like her! Jazz opened the door as the rest of the girls were laughing and crowding around it. Lucy, are you okay? Come on, it was just a joke. No! Guys, that's not a joke. I saw something! Lucy croaked, stumbling out of the bathroom and into Jazz's arms, gasping for her breath. Come on, girl, don't play, Jazz said, guiding her toward the couch and rolling her eyes. Lucy staggered toward the couch, breathless and white as a ghost. That face! It looked so much like her, and yet its eyes were like gaping holes where she expected to see green eyes. And the hair, the hair, like a mass of clotted seaweed. It was matted to the scalp, but seemed to never end, flowing outwards from the face and seemed to continue to grow like the roots of a tree from outside the basin. But what frightened Lucy the most was the twisted and upturned smirk fixed on the face, the same smirk she shot at her parents in her darkest moments. Lucy's friends continued to talk and babble throughout the night, but Lucy couldn't shake that feeling of dread. It was just a game. She told herself, despite the wad of hair she had now collected in her hand due to uneasy thoughts. Wasn't it? Without saying much more to her friends, Lucy took her thoughts and fears outside to wait on her ride. The next afternoon, Lucy stared blankly at the rain beating on the car window, her bloodshot eyes ringed by dark circles, revealing vivid purple color. She hadn't slept. How could she? Not with her shadow following her both in her dreams and in her reality. It can't be real, can it? Lucy thought to herself, closing her eyes at the thought. But the face appeared again in her head, like when one stares into a light too long and the outline remains. Lucy quickly opened her eyes and shook her head. No, she whispered, denying herself the consideration. She looked again toward the outside, searching for a sense of relief or normalcy, but as she gazed at the flowing streaks of rain from the car, tiny black tendrils began to fall in line with them. As Lucy continued to stare, more and more appeared, until the windows of the car were almost completely covered in a black river of knotted hair. Lucy gasped and yelled for her father in the front seat as he drove, 
But as he turned, Lucy was not met with her father's face, but with the same sinister face from the sink that was etched in her memory. Lucy screamed. Lucy! Lucy, stop! yelled Lucy's father, shaking her awake. Lucy blinked rapidly and stared wide-eyed at her father. What is wrong with you? he bellowed, pulling her up slightly from her lean in the seat and letting her go as he shook his head. You are all in your head, young lady. You're not focused at all. You better get it together, her father boomed, leaving her in the car and walking towards the school in the already overcrowded parking lot. Come on, Luce, Lucy said to herself, pulling at her bag and getting out of the car. It doesn't matter what they see in you. It only matters what you see in yourself. But Lucy couldn't see what was in herself. Not yet. As the match progressed, it was finally Lucy's turn to dive. Don't let us down, Lucy, Coach Aaron said, staring into Lucy's eyes and gripping her shoulders. This is a big deal. And it was a big deal. Everyone was counting on her, from her father, who coached and prodded her, to her friends, who would blame her if they didn't make it to state, to her coach, who so evidently noted that it was a big deal. The school, the community, hell, herself. Lucy climbed the ladder to the edge of the board and prepared her stance as she had done thousands of times before. But this time, this time was different. Lucy stared into the water below her, and her eyes teared up. She watched the black lane lines and numbers twist and morph into a dark mass of hair in the pool below her, and her face, again her own face, slowly peeked from the thick strands. Despite standing far above, Lucy felt those dark gaping sockets, and that same sadistic smile spread slowly across the water. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. The crowd yelled and chanted as she repositioned her gaze from below to the wall ahead. The Grissom school motto, Eid Fakre Postumus, stared back at her, adding to the strain, We can do it. Just do it. Lucy sobbed silently, looking toward the crowd, then back to herself, the self that wanted to be her now, waiting in the water below. Just do it. Everyone was always pressuring her, Everyone was always pushing her. Do it. Do it. The phrase rang in and out of her ears, repeating and repeating itself like a sticky turntable. Just make it stop. Lucy croaked, utterly defeated, pulling at her hair once again. Do it, Lucy. The face in the water hissed. It was her voice, but with more confidence and force than she had ever had. It'll all stop, and you'll never have to do it again. It chimed, enticing Lucy for the first time in her life to take a stand for what she wanted. Lucy whispered as she stopped pulling her hair and looked at the smirking mass below. Just maybe they'll get what they deserve. Lucy took a deep breath, raised her arms, and turned around, then leapt backward into the air. The mechanical transfer of kinetic energy from the board to the air allowed Lucy to contort herself into a perfectly closed pike position, with toes pointed and legs pulled to her chest in cradling arms. With her back completely straight, 
Lucy was able to produce two complete somersaults before gravity plunged her toward the dark pool. Lucy then unfurled her form and stretched into a straight dive, a perfect dive to her sinister fate. Woo! Yeah! The crowd cheered, an expertly formed dive executed. As Lucy slowly exited the pool from the ladder, Jazz ran to her excitedly and grabbed her arm. Lucy! Lucy, her long hair hanging over her face, grabbed Jazz and growled. Isu. Slamming her head into the ladder railing, blood and Jazz's screaming voice fell sideways with her into the water. The crowd fell silent while the team started to run to Jazz's aid. Lucy said nothing and faced into the crowd. Her hair, like a black curtain, remained in her face, poised to reveal its final show any second. Her father, in the middle of the crowd, couldn't speak, either because he was so taken with her flawless performance, or because he was paralyzed by the disturbing snarl on the eyeless face that came for him from beneath the veil of dripping locks. You've been listening to Ain't No Such Thing, The Ripple Effect, written by Jessica Hines, narrated and produced by Amanda Rachels. To enjoy more of our content, please subscribe to Ain't No Such Thing wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and more. We'd love it if you could leave us a positive review. If you'd like to show your support, and get some bonus content in addition to the free podcasts that we provide, consider backing us on Patreon. We're offering additional Patreon-exclusive stories each month, as well as some horror movie reviews and the chance to get your own stories narrated by me. If you'd like to show your support and also earn some bonus material, consider backing us on Patreon. We're going to be doing some Patreon-exclusive scary stories, as well as some horror movie reviews, some interactive Skype sessions, and you can even get your own story narrated and read by me. If you'd like to know more about the legend of Bloody Mary, be sure to check out our previous episode in which we discuss the history and the legend of the Lady in the Mirror. Thanks again for listening, y'all. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll be back with another one for you real soon. All characters, content, and situations, copyright inverse press. 2020. All rights reserved.